You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I'm a little disappointed, just a little, in people. I guess that's not surprising. I guess we all are. And uh, certainly if you've been raised in the Catholic faith or the Christian faith at all, that's a big part of it. Jesus told us, you know, people let you down. You're going to be disappointed if you put your faith in others. You know, put your faith in me. I don't let you down. Of course, you just want to say, yeah, but you're invisible and I never hear from you. (laughs) It's easy not to let me down whenever everything you do is right even though I never see any of it, really. I just have to make it up. So if you're telling me to imagine that you're always coming through for me, okay, (laughs) I'll give that a shot. But I can actually see what the people who are in this world do. And you can't hide from the disappointment of when they let you down. You see how they come up short. And... Of course, I'm really just thinking in this particular instance of the virus and the reaction to it. But there's one specific type of person, people that I'm, I'm referring to. And I think it's, I guess it's controversial. This concept of being disappointed in people and what they're saying and thinking in the aspect I'm about to discuss briefly is controversial. Because I think it's, it's probably I'm abnormal and everyone else is normal and I'm weird or something. Because I can't seem to, there's just, I don't, I don't see a consensus too often by anybody on anything that involves real sacrifice when it comes to money, their livelihood, their business. What I'm noticing is that uh, too many of the people whose livelihoods depend on, the viru- uh, on money in settings that the virus is taking out um, talk and speak about the virus and about getting back to their businesses as if it's all being controlled by government officials. Um, For example, you're a golfer talking about being in a recent tournament. He was just so excited to get back to playing. Some other ones have been canceled. He said, we just have to keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best so maybe we can get back at it later this year. And... The host of the show has really done a 180. He had been pushing for golf to reopen here in Pennsylvania, been pushing for all businesses to reopen. And he's more conservative anyway. Um, he clearly was a Republican all the times I ever listened to the show. Um, so the, the, this didn't surprise me when he was pushing for that. I didn't like it. It upset me, but... You know, he's a golf guy and all his buddies and people that he, you know, want to go golfing in the tournaments and his shows about golf and he can't cover it. And, you know, if they're not playing. So um, I understood where it was coming from. But since they've started back and he's like a kid in the candy store and he has his toy back to play with, he's towing the line very 
righteously, and his comments on his show now are very much about doing the right thing, staying safe from this virus, number of cases per day. He's saying everything perfectly. Now, I did realize, well, yeah, he has his toy back. Like I said, he's they have their their livelihood, their lifestyle, their their number one thing in their lives back and up and running to the to a large extent. And and there's no reason to suspect no matter what happens, they're going to shut it that back down because they didn't even shut golf down in, in a number of states ever. So it is the one type of, uh, of activity that you can do while social distancing, et cetera, pretty well. So I don't think they ever will shut it down again. And, but he's just changed his tune completely. And now he talks like, you know, someone who always believed in the virus and always understood how scary it is and was willing to do his part, whatever it was, to, to help the, you know, the community stay safe. That's the way he talks now that golf is back and they're playing through it. But he has guests on and they still don't talk that way. And his one guest this morning didn't talk that way again. And he, he did use the fingers crossed language. And on the one occasion that he used it, the host stepped in and said, well, that's, you know, that's, that's a shame. But, you know, that's, those are the times we're living in. Something ex- exactly out of effect. And then the other guy said something silly like, yeah, I guess things could be worse, right? Could be worse things going on. And I just thought, no, there really couldn't be many worse things going on. You know, this the deadly pandemic is kind of near the top of the list of what could be going on that would be bad. And that wasn't the point of what the host was saying and saying, well, it's too bad, but the, these are the times we're living in. He meant, don't talk about keeping my fingers crossed, waiting, hoping they change their minds and reopen and allow this. And that is what I've heard so many golf people talking about. Actually, filing lawsuits, arguing with the governor of the state to open golf courses. Now that they got them open, they're going to wait. Fingers crossed. You don't cross your fingers. I mean, he wasn't talking about the virus. He didn't mean it to say, we'll cross our fingers and hope that the virus goes away in the area so that we can have this tournament again. He meant it like the people that have shut it down will cross their fingers. Because he said something else to the effect of we'll do what we can or whatever. Which leads me to another stupid athlete, Pirates pitcher, um, Musgrove, who was interviewed about the fact that they've opened up a version of spring training for the Pirates and they're practicing, getting ready to start this stupid 60-game season that the dumbass Major League Baseball has enacted. And he said the players are they are supposed to be wearing masks while they're out there amongst one another. He said the players are doing as best they can. They don't always wear the mask, but, you know, they're doing what they can is what he said specifically. They're doing what they can. In other words, they're breaking the rules. They're not exactly following it 100%, but they're, they're doing the best they can. They're doing the best they can. And I just thought, that's a lame thing to say because they're not. They're not doing the best they can. It's, it's simple. You just leave the fucking mask on. I know it's harder, but I don't know. 
Now, when they actually play the sport, do they have to leave the mask on? I don't think so. I don't know. The whole thing's dumb. The whole thing's retarded. And, but the point is they break the rules and then they say, well, they do the best they can. And that's not good enough. And I don't understand people who talk in that language right now. It's not good enough to do the best you can. You know, you, do, you follow the rules. And, and, and if they haven't enacted the rules in your area, you follow the rules they've enacted in the areas where their people's heads aren't up their asses. Like in South Dakota last night. Again, disappointment in people. The governor says, we're proud of ourselves. You know, I hear the sheriff, cops, what do you expect from them, but saying they're proud that they, have, they don't have that many cases there. And, and yet they, don't, they protect their civil liberties. They allow everyone to jam up side by side and don't have to wear masks. They can if they want to, but they don't have to. And yet they still don't have many cases. So they're proud of that. Proud of that? That's like saying, I take the gun and there's one bullet in the chamber. There's six chambers. I spin it around, pull the trigger, pointing it at my skull. I've done that 20 times now. I haven't been killed yet. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that track record. Proud of my luck. The fucking flat-out dumbass luck that's managed to keep me alive to this day. Watch, I'm going to do it now. I'm so proud of the... Dead. Gone. Goodbye. Doctor, what caused his death? Name's Gottlieb here. I say he's dead by stupidity. <laughs> so, why are they all getting together with no masks? Why is Trump allowing that, orchestrating it? Leader of our country with a, a pandemic on, exploding right now. And he's... It's like he's a conductor on stage and he's waving his arms. Get together, breathe in each other's poisonous air. Die for me because I am an evil man. I am a totalitarian dictator and should be assassinated. Kill me with a bullet. Blow up my skull like a pumpkin smashed under the foot of a young child. All right. <laughs> I stand by it. I stand by that song, ladies and gentlemen. God damn it. But I'm also disappointed by restaurant owners who seem to think that they're, you know, like, for example, here in Allegheny County, they reopened restaurants with, you know, supposed to wear a mask until you sit at your table or space at the bar that was supposed to be six feet from anyone else. Then you can take down your mask because now you're six feet from someone well, that's retarded because the bartender is never really six feet from you if they're walking up and down, right? And you can't sit at any bar six feet from people, not behind you, not next to you. So nobody should ever have been sitting at bars without masks on the entire time. And even if you're at a table six feet from people, their air is in the air. And what we've learned and continue to learn is that this is largely being caught via aerosol it's being caught via the air via breathing in air it's not droplets being coughed on people coughed up people's noses <laughs> coughed into people's mouths no this is breath air breathed out by people and breathed in by others that's how it's being spread and that happens you know because people are congregating together usually indoors they're finding most of it is indoor and the major spreads have occurred indoor events well, the restaurant's indoors. 
unless you're eating out on a patio, but even then there's something under as an overhang. So if you sit down at a table, you're really not safe to take your mask down because you don't know how stale that air is in that enclosed space, who sat at that table before you, are there aerosol particles still there, are they still alive, are they floating by? You know, getting up and putting your mask on when you go to the restroom or leave is one thing, but leaving it on at the table is another, and you should do it. But people didn't do it, and people are getting sick, and they shut down drinking first at restaurants. And uh, then for a week now, because we were exploding here so much, they got smarter and said no dining in either. First, no alcohol, and then just, you know what, never mind, no dining in restaurants. It's just, you know, we have to get these numbers down. And that's right. And I knew the moment I saw people I cared about sitting out at a table with masks down that it was not smart. Because it's just common sense. You just don't want to go indoors and sit anywhere right now. I mean, and if you say, well, who wants to sit somewhere casually enjoying yourself with a mask on? I'm like, yeah, well, that's why you don't go then at all. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. Either you do it sitting with a mask on and feel stupid because you just need to get out and need to do something, or you don't go out then. You don't go there. It's not that hard. It's a pretty simple choice. But I guess I shouldn't be disappointed. Made the coffee good this morning. Mm. I guess I shouldn't be fully disappointed by... The people, I'm giving the restaurant owners, or rather given the, the restaurant owners, given the people that, who want to go there and take their masks off. But I shouldn't be surprised that, of course, the owners who are making money off of it and who might even need it as their livelihood, they're constantly bitching and whining. Like, we'll do whatever they tell us to do. We're going to do our best. And, yeah, it sucks, but we just have to listen to what the law says. You know, restaurants, no, they have a lot of health, health, uh, county health officials. They have to listen to an area health officials and they're controlled by laws when they do all, all kinds of things they do. So they're very used to listening to, you know, ordinances and, um, and following rules and managing their, their, their spaces. So they should be fine to roll with these punches and they are, and they're trying their best. But a lot of them weren't and just ignored them. And more importantly, uh, they're bitching and whining about the fact that they're changing laws like it's about the laws. It's not about the laws. It's about safety. It's about a virus. I guess in the end, I'm very disappointed that everybody's waiting to follow what stupid people in charge are giving off as orders and not even complying the pirates are doing their best to follow the rules. You know, people in restaurants, it's a shame we have to wear a mask. But try it. And the owners, well, we're going to have to listen to what they say. Unfortunately, it sucks. We'd like to just be able to do it our way. We think we could handle it. No, you can't. Don't you understand? You should be happy to be out of work because you don't want to go to work and spend Eight hours at least, 12 hours, however long, in an enclosed area, even with a mask on. With all these strange people coming in, going out, coming in, going out. Why do you even want that? 
I just find it amazing. Now, granted, if it's your money and your livelihood at stake, like you're running a golf tournament or running a restaurant, I suppose I can understand you having extra incentive. But why would that change your view of reality? I've talked about this with some people who said, well, you can't really blame them. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I, I disagree. Granted, I'm not in this situation. So I'm talking from a position where my job, my income, my livelihood has not been affected as of yet by this pandemic. I've been able to maintain the same income and work from home. So I've uh, been one of the few who's been blessed in terms of the type of work I do is amenable to being done at home and being done during a pandemic. Others, not so good. But I don't sympathize because this isn't about people making more or less money. This is about people's healths. And and in my opinion, it's about doing the right thing. And I don't understand people or complaining about and waiting waiting on rules to do the right thing. You know, a lot of people have argued in the past, do we really need murder laws? Do we really need police? You know, defund the police completely because people, for the most part, can control themselves, police themselves, and the ones that are the bad actors, we can do that, take care of them through other means and methods, privately sourced even. Um, they've, But mostly they've argued that people know right from wrong people generally understand and won't do what is wrong. And I think that I've learned through the pandemic that to be disappointed in people when it comes to them seeing right and wrong. And I think it's not just the pandemic. I think it's the Trump presidency. You've learned, we've learned, all of us, to see there are a lot of people out there who clearly don't understand right and wrong. They can't see how racism is wrong. They can't see how, you know, not caring for, providing for help, like said, whether it be healthcare or other forms of assistance, is, you know, is a difference between right and wrong. I've always felt that I was liberal and voted Democrat because Democrats had a better handle on right and wrong. I think compassion and kindness and helping each other out and making sacrifices, yes, even in your own money via tax dollars, so as to help others is part of doing the right thing. And so I've always had disagreements with Republicans, even back when they were normal, back when they weren't abhorrent, um, when they actually were just another point of view that I disagree with. I still viewed their position as less moral than mine, uh, more wrong than mine. Because I, I always viewed the difference between a Democrat and a Republican as being right and wrong in terms of helping other people, even though it wasn't in my best interests. And I think we're seeing now more than ever that that's the distinction. Only now we see that they don't just want to not do their part to help other people. They want to hurt other people. We see from the Republicans now and from Trump that they want to kill us. And they have the guns to do it. <clears throat> and they speak in hateful language and um, they aren't part of us, and they don't want to be anywhere near us, and they view our compassion and kindness as weakness, and they want to destroy us. And one of the ways they want to is have us all get the virus, but what's funny is that they are the ones that are going to get it because they're not wearing the masks. And they view the laws and the rules that, 
that are requiring them to be safe for the sake of everyone else, because we're all in this together, and to do the right thing, they view that as an infringement of their rights, because to them, you're trying to make them care about other people. And all they care about is themselves. They're selfish. So in the end, all of these restaurant owners complaining, waiting on the new rules and complaining about them as they go up and down and back and forth, like it's some terrible thing being done to them, when the reality is they should just understand that we're in the middle of a pandemic and they should probably understand that they shouldn't really be doing anything but creating food and serving it in with people at a distance and maybe delivering it even. There's one restaurant near me and they do takeout, carry out, but they haven't hired a delivery person. They should be delivering it. They should be delivering it and leaving it at people's doors and preventing people from having to go out and come to them and not allowing people to walk into their little establishment and breathe under their roof. It would be safer for them, safer for the people. They should hire a delivery person, hire a couple delivery people and start delivering their food. Why are they not doing that? Because they don't really believe in any of this. They all voted for Trump, and they all support. They'd like they'd like to open up and take their masks off. You know, some of them would leave them on, maybe, but overall, they would let people do what they want. There would be South Dakota. That's the way this restaurant would run. And same with these golf tournaments. And same with the guy this morning who said he was crossing his fingers. <clears throat> He's waiting, crossed with crossed fingers, because if it were up to him, he'd just have the goddamn tournament. You know, these people don't care. And the pirates that are doing their best taking it down, they're laughing at how it's all a joke and they can't wait to vote for Trump again. Look, we, these people are disappointing, to say the least, because they really don't know right from wrong. They don't understand. It's not about whether or not they can make money. It's not about the rules. Let's not wait on dumb, idiot men, many of whom in charge are, are doing a bad job. That's why we needed the federal government here. We needed a leader. We needed somebody in charge of the entire whole shebang to step forward with intelligence and courageousness and, and force everyone to wear masks and force businesses to shut down. Make overarching rules that were in the, in the best interests of all of us. And I don't think it should matter. We have here in Allegheny County stronger rules, but then you walk over to Westmoreland and it's lesser and all this kind of crap. This shouldn't be happening. I mean, when, when the virus is still here, you should assume it's going to cross county lines and state lines. This should just be blanket rules and everybody in this country should be pulling together, even in areas where they don't have much of the virus. They should be acting like they do for the sake of a common front, presenting a common front and for the sake of making other people in this country saying, are you a U.S. citizen or not? If you're a U.S. citizen, you do the right thing. Do you understand that people are dying? Do you understand that people are getting sick? They are happening in your town too. Not as often. You, But if you get lax, guess what? This is what happened in Allegheny County. We were doing wonderful. We had very limited spread when everybody was listening to the lockdown and things were very good. We opened up and within a month and a half now, we're exploding. And now we have to start creating rules around the open, opened up state because we can't close down because we're not going to do that again because the economy's too bad now. We already tried that. It didn't work and all and on and on with the excuses. But the bottom line is, whatever we do, didn't we learn for the sake of South Dakota and other areas? 
of this stupid country. Didn't we learn on their behalf that, look, you might not have it now, but you'll have it later. Didn't we teach them? Can't they learn from that, from us in that way and say, so therefore, dummy sheriff and governor, even though you should be proud of how lucky you've been out of luck, realize that your luck probably will run out, not may, probably will. And more importantly, why don't we all pull together and instead of pretending that you are better than New York or whatever you think in your stupid statement about how you're proud of your luck, why don't you just say, you know what, we are lucky and we need to show the rest of the country that we can sacrifice and do the right thing and show that we're sacrificing, even though we don't need to because we're doing pretty good here. We may get bad, A, and B, whether we get bad or not, let's put on a unified front as one country so that everybody gets the idea because we know now that if, if at least 50 to 80% of the people wear masks, it's going to make a difference. And if, and if people socially distance across the country, it's going to make a difference. <clears throat> and obviously, it's a waiting game. We're not crossing our fingers as we wait. This isn't about, let's hope. No, we, we, we understand it's not going to go away for months. We've got to wait it out. We've got to do the right thing as we wait out months of this and then get a vaccine, hope it works, and then wait it out with a vaccine. That's what we have to do. This is a long haul. This is a long process. And everybody in the country should be a citizen of the United States, every last person, no matter if they're in an area that's been affected heavily by this yet or not. And they should all want to do the right thing. They shouldn't wait on some local ordinance to make them do the right thing. They should know what it is. At this point, we've learned. We've been through a lot here in the last few months. We should understand what the right thing is. It's not complicated. Stay home when you can. When you go out, wear a mask and stay six feet away from other people. Wash your hands. That's still potentially important. Those are the right things. Stay home when you can, always if you can, as much as you can, when you can. Wear a mask when you go out. Try not to ever take it off if you can, unless if you're driving or somewhere in a safe environment where you're away from other people or with people that you already live with, then certainly you don't have to have a mask on then. It, it, It isn't hard to do the right thing. It isn't hard to know what doing the right thing is anymore. And there's no excuse for everyone in the country not to be doing the right thing. And I'm disappointed. Disappointed in business owners that care more about their own selfish interests than the, the lives of their customers. I'm disappointed in golf and sports people who can't even be bothered to do the right thing because they, don't, they still somehow think it shouldn't apply to them. I'm disappointed that everybody's still getting together and hanging with friends and nobody, nobody, wants to, nobody wants this to affect their lives. Of course we don't, but is it really that awful just to do these things? I don't think it's that bad. And if, if we can't pull together here, no wonder it's such an awful country for the virus. No wonder our numbers are skyrocketing. It's because even the people who know right from wrong can't do what's right. And then you've got a whole sector of people that don't even know what's right or want to do what's wrong. They want to hurt the rest of us. They want, they want Trump to hurt us. They like that he hurts us. They like when he speaks hatred and speaks with cruelty. 
They like when he's racist. They want him to hurt other people. That's what they want. That's what the wall was all about. It wasn't just about keeping them out. It was about hurting them. It was a non It was a passive-aggressive, violent act against those damn Mexicans or whoever else. They want to hurt people. So we've got a whole sector who wants to hurt everybody. We've got a sector who understands right from wrong and doesn't want to do what's right because they're too selfish. So no wonder it stinks here in America for the virus. So I'm disappointed. And I don't think I'm going to be pleasantly surprised anytime soon. I think this is... Uh, we're in for a real long haul of nightmarish, terrible living here. Because I think at the end of the day... <clears throat> People, especially people in the United States, are selfish. And I, you know, I'm even made to feel like I shouldn't expect that of people. I shouldn't expect better of them. The hell with that. I should expect better of people. And I don't think it's that hard to, to sacrifice to do the right thing. I don't think it's that hard to know right from wrong in this case when it comes to this virus. To not have to wait on orders or other people or directors or listen closely to laws. Who cares? Who cares what the laws are? Just do the right thing. If you're wondering, should I go to this thing? No, don't go. If you have to wonder, don't go. If something's not making you go to it, if you don't have to go to it, then don't go to it. Don't debate it. Hmm, should I? No, the answer is no. Once you've gone, hmm, and questioned whether or not, no, then the answer is no. Don't. Don't do it. That's all. That's not being hard-ass. That's not being overly OCD-concerned or worry-ward or germaphobe or any weird label you'd want to slap on somebody. No, that's just doing the right thing. It's understanding the situation and saying, look, we're going to have to do this for months still. Look at what's happening. If you're doing the best you can, like the pirates said, they're, you know, oh, we're doing the best we can, well, then you wouldn't be doing anything right now <laughs> unless you were home. The best you can is it's not still carrying on and sometimes wearing a mask, sometimes not, bitching about the rules. That's not the best you can. Come on. And it's not sitting there with your fingers crossed either. Like you're waiting for some, some person in power to change the rules so that they benefit you. That's not doing the right thing. And that's not doing the best you can. Come on. Come on. Do better, all of us. Can we, please? It's not like, it's not like it doesn't matter. It's kind of an important subject. This is kind of like a big deal right now. So can you step up to the plate? And can you, can you make a difference? I'm counting on you. I want all of America to shock me. And create a unified front of, of goodness, love, truth, justice in the American way. And if you want to work in some apple pie, that's fine too. I love you. Yabba da boop 